You're listening to the Packernet Podcast Network. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Actually, it's the it's the lead play in our in our offense. Yes, a YN or a tight end to open up somewhere between six feet and nine feet. Get an isolation with the with the linebacker. Tell the tackle to take the defensive end if he's over him. If he's not, to drive down on the first man to his inside. If the YN has the linebacker taken out, he cuts inside. If the YN has the linebacker here, he comes all the way around. What's up, guys? Welcome into Packers Total Access Post Game Show. My name is Clayton. You can check us out on Packernet.com. You can find me on Twitter at Packers underscore access. You can email us, Packers Total Access at gmail.com. You can text us 865-658-5824. Obviously, 49ers come away with a huge playoff win against the Packers 24 to 21. This one will go down as one of the best playoff games in NFL history. And it's absolutely wild to me that you have to add in the the little the little insert the detail of the youngest playoff team right am i am i thinking right the youngest playoff team in NFL history mm-hmm. is that correct mm-hmm. yeah the big bad 49ers to the final drive with a minute left before they could go up to win the game now listen i understand hey y'all are hurting i'm hurting just like y'all are hurting. it's a tough pill to swallow but damn what a season and what a job by the team, man. This was an absolute blast of a season. And and I really did enjoy the look on the 49ers' face three quarters of that game where they were like, I don't know if we can handle these guys. Um, God, it was, uh, like I said, a tough loss. Let's get to the Super Chats. We'll go around the horn. Brenton, Indiana, thank you for the Super Sticker, buddy. We appreciate you so much. Justin Nelson, exciting game, but a little disappointed. Just just a little bit, Justin. I'm with you, buddy. It's a tough one, man. It's a tough one, no doubt. But thank you for the super chat, pal. We appreciate you. Kevin Hansen, thank you for the super chat, bud. He says this game was F U N. I don't know. He might be a Niners fan, and that's cool if he is, man. <laughs> if you are, welcome to the chat, buddy. Appreciate the super chat. The game was a blast. Um, now listen, I, I'm not gonna sit here and fake it. If and I hate I hate even going here. I'm tired of defending the league, to be honest with you. The officiating is just man. 
I, it's not the reason we lost the game. No, I don't, I don't believe that. But Can I say something though? Every Real time, quick. every time people argue, just a second. Every time people argue that oh, there's no way it's fixed or this or this, I'm the one who I'm usually that guy saying that. But boys, show me, show me the flag that went the Packers' way. That's all I want to know. I want to know the the flag where you go, ooh, that was a bad call. The Packers caught a break. Did anybody see one? Because I sure didn't see it. That's the that's the tough part. Um, the block in the back on the Christian McCaffrey touchdown. I know you probably seen it on Twitter. I tweeted it out. I'll pull it up. Mm-hmm. It, there was two blocks in the back on the same play, and it wasn't like, oh, it was over here away from the. It was the reason Christian McCaffrey didn't get tackled. So Aaron Jones face mask, but it's all right. But yeah, Kevin, thank you for the super chat, buddy. Yeah, and again, I don't, I don't think that's the reason we. I say that, but that was a touchdown, right? But go ahead, Jacob. What were you gonna say, buddy? I, I, I was trying to be so positive. I was so positive this game. I was yelling my mind off, but I wrote down. Because I thought every single one of them, I was like, I just want to document this so I'm not crazy. And I wrote down every single one. Missed penalty, missed pass interference call. They missed the spot of the ball. They missed this penalty on the tush push where they cracked love in the face. They missed a face mask after that. They missed the holding penalty on McCaffrey after that. Uh, Campbell, uh, whatever. There was a second bad spot after the first bad spot. We had the yeah. chance. There was the missed face mask to Jones. The Bill, Bo Melton had the PI penalty. The next play, we had the big play touchdown. And then we had the hit out of bounds that was clearly a freaking penalty. And then we had the face mask by Jones again at the end of the game. And all of them, they didn't replay them, any of them. When usually on any given play, when right. you play football, you see replays after replays after replays. They didn't do one replay after anything. And I'm just like, yeah. What you hear happening? Greg Olson at the end when, when McCaffrey ran it in? Yeah, there goes the center, you know, creating the move with Kenny Clark. He just tackled Kenny to the left. It was yeah. like, all right, man. Yeah, I hey, y'all want to hear something funny though, Mandy? Before I walked up here, before I slid the door shut, she said, "You tell them everyone." I said, "And you ain't got no kids in the room, right, Carly?" She said, "You tell everyone." Of them. I said, "Greg Olson can." I ain't gonna say it. She said, something <laughs> like that. "I'll just leave it at that." <laughs> I'm not going to. So quit asking. It's exactly what I said to her right there. But Mike Henry with the super chat. Future is bright for the offense. On to the draft. That's right, man. The draft is going to be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Man, just the, the core of this team put together. I hate to see Jordan throw the pick at the end, and it was. It was a was bad a, mistake. But I was telling them offline, as the 49ers were marching down the field, and listen, Matt LaFleur, I love Matt LaFleur. You guys know I was saying in no way, shape, or form should he be fired. I don't care. It would take, like, only four wins for me to go, okay, maybe you could move on. It, I was in Matt LaFleur's corner all year long. I still am. But, man, that clock management at the end was just like, what are we doing here? Letting them just run the clock down. You can't – we – we what did we do? We ended the game with two timeouts in our back pocket, right? Am I thinking right? Was it two timeouts we had left? Yes. Mm-hmm. And, and now think about us going into that final drive with an extra 40 seconds. You know what I mean? 30 seconds, whatever it might be. And I know yeah, hindsight's twenty twenty, but that was just a tough pill to swallow. But yeah, Mike, we're looking forward to the draft too, buddy. And, and the future is bright for this offense. And again, Jordan throwing across his body, big no no. But uh, I was telling them offline as soon as the 49ers started marching down the field, I picked up my phone and went to the Weather Channel app and was like, "What's the rain looking like?" Mm-hmm. And it was just this big pocket of green. And I'm telling you, it held off right as the 49ers scored. Boom! It moved in. I was just going, man. So it's hard for me to put that final drive on Jordan Love, man. It's Hard to grip the ball, right? I mean, it is what it is. So, but what uh, you're yeah. seeing there is a, a young first year starter uh, back against the wall, trying trying to make a play, man. I mean, that's what that was. We we know that wasn't a good look. 
uh, that that last throw. But you know, he's trying to make something happen. I'm not gonna. But I feel like so, Tim. I'm gonna. I want to be positive because I'm so happy with this whole season, honestly. But I feel like that's how he screwed up in earlier games in the season when he could just put it all on his shoulders and was just trying to make something happen when we had two timeouts left. Like he could have just taken the little, you know, taken the check down if, if it was there. Right. I'm not, I haven't seen the tape. I haven't gone back. This is just like the emotional, but I was like, why, why do we have to end this on an interception? Yeah. Right. So that's why I said, you know, first, first year starter, you know, this is a first yeah. for a lot of, a lot of things. And, um, you know, I think I'm sure he'll go back. We'll all see film and, you know, he's going to feel that way too. He's going to look at the time on the clock and the timeouts mm-hmm. that we had, you know, situationally we convert there. We put ourselves a little closer to field goal range and maybe take another shot at dialing something up deep. But I mean, they were dropping four back. They were playing, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> prevent as close to it as you could, keeping it all in front of them. You know, he's just throwing right into the teeth of that defense. And, uh, you know, I'd rather go down swinging than, you know, playing conservative so no, you're right yeah. part of a champion mm-hmm. here in jordan love so yeah mm-hmm. um mike hebring with the super chat says defense and special teams need help again well i'll tell you this mike i know everybody's going oh well these precious first rounders we're talking about did anybody see that Arnell savage miss a uh, dropped interception mm-hmm. don't look now but that's a first rounder so let's please let's stop uh, you are in this specific situation mike but everybody's just like oh we've got first rounders everywhere they should be better I'm sorry, Joe Barry can't teach Darnell Savage how to catch a pick. That's Dude. the, to the best of my knowledge, yeah. Keyshawn dropped one too. He wasn't a first rounder. Don't right give him a pass, right? <laughs> but eight, to the best of my knowledge, eight dropped interceptions this season was the tally I've got. Eight. You know what's so hard with that Savage is you saw he had his hands here, and it's like that's one you want to, you yeah. probably want to trap that, catch yeah. that ball as you're running into it. It's right in your belly, and he stuck his hands out almost like you would for something that's up and away. And right. he just, it, you know, it's a wet ball and it just, he couldn't right. get his hands on it. And it was kind of opposite for Keyshawn's pick too. Exactly. And he exactly. kind of sucked when he maybe want to go out. And that's tough to do, right? In the heat of the moment to like, you know, yeah. that's why these guys are defenders, not receivers, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, it's tough. Yeah. I mean, I, I think those two uh, early, you know, possessions down, down there when we were two field goals, I think that didn't help. Two 29-yard field goals. Well, you whole game would have been different in the end, you know. Maybe we're not even talking about that pick, so you know, it's everything before it. But like I said, I, great season, happy with the guys, absolutely yeah. crushed it, you know. Love the team, love, love all that. So it's, um, you know, it still stings, but it, it's it's great out there, you know. Not yeah. not to get all you know reminiscent and do the, the whole Aaron Rodgers comparison, but I will say this this feels a lot like we felt, uh, in the I believe it was 2000 eight or nine playoffs against Arizona where we had that was Aaron's first trip to the postseason. We had a chance and, you know, he dunked one off the guy's helmet, one of those fluke deals to end the game. And um, it just wasn't our year, Uh, but it was a team that fought hard and and they, they grinded, they got a playoff worth, you know, you saw a team hitting its stride. I think we're way ahead of that, that schedule. And it's just, it's a tough guys, but I'll tell you, 100% 100% certainty and confidence we will be back. This team will be back and will be contending for years. I think, I, I think what's hard to swallow about this is we didn't lose that game. Uh, San Francisco won that game. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. or I shouldn't say that. San Francisco didn't win that game. We lost that game. You know what right, I mean? Yeah. We, we, no, we, we won that whole game. We, we shut off in the fourth quarter. We're the ones that didn't capitalize in certain situations. We're the one that kicked the field goal when we maybe should have went for another one. We didn't manage the clock well. 
And then, and I will say, yeah, we, we got kind of, if the luck, if there's a luck ball that bounces, you know, 50, 50, we definitely didn't get it this time. Um, the refs for whatever reason, didn't see a lot of those plays and whatever. Um, but I, yeah. I'll also say that it was weird too, because like Debo, we didn't have to play Debo. So the luck kind of swayed our way a little bit in that situation too. But I, I will say one thing, I, I don't want to be critical of a lot of things. Let's, let's talk about positive. Paul Melton. Paul Melton came out and did some great <laughs> stuff in consecutive plays that kept us in this game. Um, so now that I've said something positive, I'm going to go back to something negative. Uh, I, I don't think Devondre Campbell deserves to be on this football team anymore, and I'm saying that respectively. Like, I, I, I like what you do. I love what you've helped us with. But I watched him on – five or six plays where that guy just stood and sat and did not come upfield whatsoever. He sat and waited to make contact. I need to see him going and creating contact. When he was out and Quay was out and McDuffie was our starting linebacker for a few plays, McDuffie was flying all over the place. He was making plays. He was making plays out of attack uh, on the inside, on the outside. I just, I really do think that we need to get a better, more nimble, younger middle linebacker that's calling the shots in the middle of the field because he was getting burned. And what did I call? I said, I said Kittle burn us over the middle of the field. He burned us over the middle of the field. And that was play. a first round pick and Savage that gave up that huge game. Yes, that was Kittle, by the way. So long yeah. cover. Let me get these uh, super chats real quick. Mike, again, thank you for the super chat, buddy. Big Al says, even with this loss today, we exceeded expectations. We got to use this loss as bulletin board material. Very well said, Al. Um, I think uh, I think that's the the right thought process going into the off season for sure. And appreciate the super chat, buddy. Let's see, Randy with the super chat. Thank you, pal. He said, "Pretty damn good for a rebuild year." Go back, go. <laughs> yeah, they, there wasn't nobody expecting this. That's for sure, Randy. Thank you so much, buddy. Uh, Gray Matter with the super chat says, "Now the fun part of the season. All the bandwagoners." Calling for half the roster and coaching staff to be fired. The Joe Barry thing's coming. Goodness mm-hmm. gracious. And I thought he – man, we, we held him to six points in the first half. And then when we started turning the ball over, all of a sudden here comes San Francisco back with the momentum. I thought Joe Barry did a hell of a job. And, again, he schemed up two perfect interceptions, mm-hmm. and they got dropped. So – but thank you, Gray Matter. Appreciate you, buddy. Thank you for uh, having a decent head on your shoulders here, man, instead of coming in emotional. I, I like the way you think, pal. Uh, let's see uh, Jacob Summers with the super chat. Thank you so much, Jacob. Said Daniel Carlson. Carlson needs to be cut and banned in Wisconsin. Listen, good thing, good thing Daniel Carlson doesn't play in Wisconsin. <laughs> yeah, he, uh, he actually does. Yeah, that's a very good point. <laughs> just teasing you, Jacob. Just teasing you, Jacob Summers. We know who we know who you meant. Um, but uh, you know, it's tough. It listen, don't hate Anders Carlson. You know, hate the decision, right? And. People said it all year long, and I defended Anders because Anders was, you know, just field goals. I like how they added in the extra points to make it sound like he was worse at kicking field goals than he actually was this year. But, man, you're talking about a rookie kicker with the season on the line in piss-pouring rain, and you probably like a more seasoned veteran kicker in that situation. But, I, you know, it's hard for me to hate him. Mm -hmm. I think considering he was a rookie kicker, I thought he did pretty decent this year. Now, Am I pissed at Goody for going that route? Yeah, I can't lie. I am. <laughs> but it is what it is. He made the low snap one, too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. He nailed that one, right? Right. I think, right, yeah, he nailed yeah, that But, one. again, like I said, we should have had touchdowns on at least one of those possessions. That's which the other be talking. So, exactly. that's, that's it. Cool. Yeah. So, Jacob, thank you again, buddy. We appreciate that. Uh, Randy Steen, been a member of the PTA Posse for a month now. Uh, it was 21-14 to 14 for way too long. Piss poor late game. Very good. 
very good point. Um, it, it did kind of feel like I don't want to say the offense took their foot off the throttle, but the offense did start to start to stutter there toward the end. And listen, they get paid too, right? So appreciate you, Randy. Jason Y with the super chat um, said, "Great season and really enjoyed watching your show. I wonder what they'll do about Barry. That's the million dollar question, right, Jason? We appreciate you hanging out with us this year, man. It's been a lot of fun. Um, you know, if I had to put money on it at this point." probably saying he's staying. Um, if you're asking me what I think they should do, I think they should get the top three defensive coordinating uh, candidates in the building and at least interview them, right? To the best of my knowledge, you can interview while another coach is on staff, you know, and Joe Barry just needs to understand that. And if you come out of the interview process and you're blown away by Chris Hewitt or, or whoever, right, then, hey, you pull the trigger and you move forward with him and you demote Barry to linebacker coach or just get rid of him, right? But uh, if you go into those interviews and you don't like what you see, you don't like what you hear, then you stick with Barry, right? It's, everybody's grown uh, grown adults here, but I didn't come away from that game going, Joe Barry's the problem. I came away from that game going, maybe we need to uh, shift the, uh, the draft focus just a little bit away from these damn athletic scores and let's start taking some football players who have performed, you know, like Carl Brooks, who's an absolute stud at times, right? Go ahead, Jacob. What were you going to say, boy? No, man. All right. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to put my flag down and just say, I'm sorry, but I will be the guy. I'll create some drama at this point after winning the last eight games that we've won, stopping the best offenses in the league with guys blatantly missing coverages, dropping interceptions, jumping off sides, making stupid penalties. At this point, if you say that we should fire Joe Barry, I don't think that you know what you're talking about. I don't think that that's a smart move. I don't think it's a reset and say, well, let's just try for the next three years and see what happens. Like, I I, I don't understand. You understand that Joe Barry, if those two interceptions get caught, he's a hero. Kind of a genius. We're calling he's a him hero. a genius. He's a hero. They, they even started doing it on Fox because they noticed they're like, oh, I think the narrative's changing. We better get out ahead of it and make it look like we actually like Joe Barry. They said, oh, oh the last fall, you know, he's been under fire. It, it just, it needs to stop, guys. And the Anders Carlson stuff, Oh, I told. I said at the beginning that it sucks. We're gonna have a rookie kicker. Guess what? We had the youngest team going in. This is what's gonna happen. We had a first-year quarterback make a dumb move at the end of the game. We had a first-year kicker make a dumb kick at the end of the game, and we had a defensive, you know, guys that are dropping the ball literally. Otherwise, we would have won the game. Offense was playing out of their minds for the most part. Love wasn't perfect, but he played a good enough game. The defense, for the first time in years gave us a defense that if we just had an offense that could walk us in and we didn't have any kind of snafus, we would have won. And guess what? It just didn't work out. I'm not saying that we should, we, we don't need to fire everybody. We got to a point we're at a, a, a playoff team about to go to the Super Bowl, potentially played a game to go to the Super Bowl with a team that nobody thought would even make the playoffs in week five, week six. The best team in the NFC. I've just. You think God never farted? I bet he did, Tim. I bet he did fart. Um, Mike Hebring with the super chat says, "Get me off the Anders." I think, yeah, the Anders <laughs> roller coaster. You guys are whiffing it, or is that how it's spelled? Is it is it spelled with the R before the E? That's Andres. Andres. Um, I don't know who Andres is. Not anyway. Anders. Uh, yeah, listen, man, it's it's tough, man. But you stuck with him this long, you're probably at least going to have him back at camp, right? I would imagine. So um, we'll get camp updates from Tim here in a couple of weeks. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> 
It's a long winter, boys. Josh Martin with the Super Chat. Thank you, buddy. He said, we're destined to always lose to the Niners in the playoffs. Not winning the Super Bowl is a failure of a season. Hey, man, you fan how you want, big dog. You know, um, I don't remember anyone going into the season going, we're Super Bowl contenders. Just don't remember it. So, But thank you for the Super Chat, Josh. Appreciate you, buddy. Uh, Robert Johnson with the Super Chat says, good season. Barcelona, morning sun is rising. Good stuff. Good stuff, man. Absolutely. Hey, appreciate you jumping in here. Thank you for the super chat. Jacob Summers, Atlanta, Pittsburgh, Denver, and now San Fran all lost by three or less, man. And, you know, people look at that and they go, ah, oh, man, that's horrible. You lose those close games. But I, I look at it totally different. I look at it like, how cool is it we got an organization that your your team is always in the ball game? It's yep. so rare that you look up in the fourth quarter and think we ain't got a shot, right? And I know they're heartbreaking, don't get me wrong, but um, – if yeah, you he also to... said it looks like, and for my earlier comment about the games uh, by three, all had a missed field goal too. He added yeah. that a little bit later very, on. Very good. So, I mean, but even still, I mean, we'll take that. Couple, a couple of three-point games. What happened with with Minnesota last year? You know, when they won them all. So, and let's be that. honest, we have a lot to be happy about as Packer fans. Still, oh, absolutely. I mean, these, this team literally met or exceeded all expectations this year. Mm-hmm. I mean, how much did they learn just in these exactly. two games? In, in moments like this, tough losses like this in the playoffs, when you're playing for each other and you're leaving it all out on the field like we saw guys doing tonight. We all have smartphones, and we all know they're pretty amazing. But they also can be amazingly distracting, especially when we're around other people. So U.S. Cellular wants us to reset our relationship with our phones by putting down our phones for five. That's right, a company that sells phones wants us to put down our phones. And to see what we find, learn more at uscellular.com forward slash built for us. In the hobby, it's not easy being a fan of ripping packs or repacks. We get all hyped up thinking we're going to get some high-value Jordan Love card, but with zero transparency on available cards and hit rates, it's all just a shot in the dark. Until now, introducing Slab Packs from ArenaClub.com, the only repack that provides real value, a complete view on all possible cards, and clear hit rates for each one. Now when I buy slab packs on Arena Club, it finally feels like I know what I'm getting. And honestly, the best thing for me and my son is the fact that we're kind of novices into this. When I walk into a card shop with my son, and a card says it costs $40, kind of just taking his word for it that that's a good value. So I appreciate the transparency on grading, as well as just getting excited about seeing what you could potentially get. Right now, you can get 10% off your first purchase by going to arenaclub.com slash packdaddy. Wow, that's crazy offer. 10% off a $400 slab pack. That's 40 bucks right there. Anyways, that's arenaclub.com slash packdaddy for 10% off your first purchase. Um, that builds character. Yeah. And that that, that creates the start of know, something. It's a start of something that we've got here. And we're going to build on this and move forward. Um, you know, like what I always say, man, mistakes are only bad when you don't learn from them. And this team is learning from them. It's what really got them to this point this year. I mean, we've had ups and downs, four-game losing streak, couldn't couldn't get wins that we should have had, a lot of struggles, and we ended up going to the divisional round of the playoffs, guys. I mean, wow, you know, this team has not there, – there's no ceiling for this team and for a lot of these young players on it, and uh, the future is bright, and we need to remember that at these, these tough moments for sure. Definitely. Randy Steen with the Super Chat. How much does yet another loss to Shanahan – Eat at LaFleur, man. There's definitely a rivalry brewing there. Um, I love it. You know, you couldn't get a better storyline than 
two two historic teams like the Niners and the Packers who have a history together anyway from the nineties, right? Um, you know, with the Favre versus Young days and and all that good stuff. And then obviously into the man, the the twenty tens, right? We don't want to talk about those. But uh yeah, the the fact that Matt LaFleur and one of his best friends in the world, Mike or uh, Kyle Shanahan having this rivalry stoked us, I think it's absolutely mm-hmm. awesome. And uh, look, you know, Shanahan got over the hump. They kept showing that graphic, right? That he, you know, losing in the fourth quarter, he hadn't won a game yet, right? If I'm if I remember correctly. So yeah, he's um, thirty or something. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Oh, he's having only put one of them up. Yeah, the numbers, yeah, the numbers were against us, you know. Um, you know, I, but this one was different, though, for sure, than than the previous San Francisco losses. This team is different. They it feels different. The way they played is different. Yeah. So. Joe RX with the super chat. Thank you, buddy. He said, uh, "Great effing season for the youngest team in the Super Bowl era." That's what it was. Thank you for all your hard work this season. The future is bright for us, and I doubt they fire Joe Barry. Good stuff, man. Hey, we appreciate you, Joe. It's, it's fun having you on board with us this year. Hey, this offseason is going to be a blast, and we're just going to jump right into it, too. So uh, I'm excited about that. We'll see if there's any rumors swirling about having some interviews coming in as far as coaches, you know. But, uh, yeah, any anything – I wanted to get through those Super Chats real quick, guys, and, and we'll keep an eye out for any more that come through um, prioritizing those. But uh, let's go around the horn here. Carly, you've been quiet over there. Um all the stuff we just talked about. You got any any thoughts, any comments on that? I know, Jacob, what you said about, like, everybody just needs to chill out with Joe Barry and he wasn't going to drop the interceptions. I totally agree. Like, I think they the defense did not lose the game, which is a far cry from where they were earlier in the season. And I'm so glad to see that. I'm just – I think it hurts so bad because we could see the other ending. We could see us winning it. Like, the team was having us believing. And then to right at the end have that dream smash was just like, oh, it just hurts. But then to think of where we are now and – what we have to look forward to next year. It's, it's really, I'm excited that we don't have the drama that we had at the end of the last couple of years. And we know who our QB is going to be, which is great. <laughs> right. It's going to be, it's going to be a really fun time coming up. It's going to be a great season. And you guys, this is like the six hour long PTA posse hangout. Like who saw this coming? That was wild. That was absolutely wild. Like for those of you who don't know, we just kept the stream up from the pregame show and everybody just stayed in there and chatted. It was phenomenal. It was. A part of me wanted to go live or wanted to go, jump back on camera for a second, but I'm like, no, I don't want to jinx this. I don't want to mess anything up, you know. Um, and I'm not a very superstitious person, but, um, yeah, it was uh, it was fun to see everybody in there chatting, you know. At the end, it was, it was devastating, though, Carly, seeing everybody just kind of accept what happened, you know. But, uh, yeah. So cool. Anyway, um, Tim, Emilio. Talk to me. I'm going to try to get this list together. I was so uh, caught up in the game today. Actually, I got some more Super Chats. Let me hit these first. Two over this in the chat says, most Niner fans I've seen are more impressed with us than bragging. Uh, they know how close we were to winning, and they did not expect that. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. I, I've met some good Niner fans this week, to be honest with you. I've been invited on a couple podcasts. Couldn't make it happen because I was out of town and everything. But they've been really, really respectful towards me. Of course, I'm not the guy who goes on Twitter and just tries to dunk on people, you know. Uh, that's typically the ones who bring out the trolls. But uh, Robert Johnson, thank you for the super chat. Time is on our side. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. I think you might have been singing that just now. Appreciate you, Robert. Mike Witt with a super chat. So excited for our future. That being said, I really hope we don't bring back Barry. LOL. Had to say it. Sorry. It's all good, Mike. You know, man, that's uh, that's one of those things, dude. You uh, Everybody's got the right to their opinion, right? And, um, again, I'm okay with upgrading. 
that goes for anything on this team, right? I, I'm not one to come in and go cut him, cut that guy, get rid of him, you know, but you got to do the exit interviews and evaluate your, your entire roster, your coaching staff, everyone to go, okay, where can we get better? Right. Um, you know, obviously Matt LaFleur is safe. What a, I mean, just a heck of a year. Right. And 90% of the coaching staff safe. Right. But when it comes to Joe Barry, I think you got to kind of, you know, how can we make this team better? You know, offensive coordinator, quarter of the way through the year, I'm going Steno, man. I don't know about this guy. Look at us now, though, right? Like, yep. I can't I can't argue with him staying, right? I mean, he's had a heck of a year. Isn't it odd, though, that no, I don't see many people calling for Matt LaFleur's job. We went, like, 0-3 in the red zone for the first three times we went there, maybe 0-4. Mm-hmm. Uh, imagine if they scored all four times that they went in the red zone against us. From what I saw, we I mean, we literally I just it just drives me insane right now that we're having this conversation. I just to me, I if you can't see what's right in front of you right now, if we get we have 14 draft picks going into next year, tell me that we can't upgrade at middle linebacker, at corner, at safety, at edge now. Tell me we can. And if we do, what happens in this game? I just there's nothing on offense. The offensive line did amazing. Love wasn't even touched the whole game. Mm-hmm. With, yeah. What are you talking about, dude? Shout out to Yash Nijman coming in after uh, Zach Tom went out, uh, doing all he could to hold up that right side of the line against uh, Nick Bosa. It was pretty impressive there. Yeah, I agree. You know, when he when when Tom went out, I went, oh no. And it did kind of mm-hmm. feel like I will say this: it did kind of feel like that's when the offense started stuttering. You, you guys kind of feel mm-hmm. like that. But I'm with yeah. you, Tim. I didn't look up any time and go, man, Yash is getting manhandled. I just yeah. feel like he held his own. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, see, Justin with the Super Chat. I'm with Jacob, but can coaches start holding players accountable? Deduct pay, whoa, or something uh, for missed tackles or missed like assignments, Just asking. Yeah, the CBA would be knocking at mm-hmm. the door. The, the players' union will not allow that to happen, Justin. Incentive-based but, uh, contracts, also negative contracts. Yeah, if you get hurt <laughs> or if you drop a ball, you hey, You're risking your livelihood. If you, <laughs> if you catch a bad break, get him out of here. They Take might the start old. tackling better. They might start wrapping up a yeah. bit better. Yeah, they will. Man, it's tough. You guys are <laughs> Justin, thank you, buddy. Appreciate the Super Chat. And we got Mike Witt with Super Chat. Why did we stick with Anders again? Terrible. Man, I would love to sit here and Ooh. and uh, I'd love to sit here and give you a lecture on why you're wrong, but I've got nothing. You know, it's uh, it's tough. Driving rain, you know, dude out there missed two kicks. What what are you gonna say? He's a rookie. So I'm not mad at Anders. Like I said, I'm a little bit mad at the front office though for uh, sticking with it. Mike, thank you so much, buddy, for the super chat. Appreciate you. God, there's all kinds coming in. All right, United Bates, thank you for the super chat, buddy. Appreciate you. He said after this show. I will allow myself 20 minutes to lose my SHIT just to get it out. But I'm so proud of this team. A whole lot of organizations would love to be in our in our situation. Ceiling is unlimited. Very well said, Bates. We appreciate it. appreciate the generous uh, offer there, buddy. Thank you so much, man. For the, Thanks, uh, Bates. The yeah. Go around the horn with that one right there, guys. I'm going to get this list together so we can give away an autographed card. Let's uh, start with uh, – I appreciate that, Tim. I was going to say, Bates summed it up perfectly right there for me. I mean, that's exactly it. How can you not be excited? I said it. I've been saying it each week just to remind him. Everybody that wanted that fifth-round pick, man, how how can you not be excited with the 25th round and a game like that, you know, against San Fran? It's a different team. It really is. Mm -hmm. They they balled out this game. 
we had it won for 58 minutes, you know, time of possession, you know, we, we carried them in the first half. We won that middle eight, I'm pretty sure. And, uh, you know, it's, uh, it was just came down to a couple of, couple of, you know, I don't know, different bounces. Plays didn't fall our way. Calls didn't go our way, but, um, this team is special, man. We're building on something. It's, it started here. It started weeks ago, but it, uh, it peaked with this. Uh, I completely agree, man. I think, I think next year you come back and you got to make the decision with Bach. And, and you know what's crazy about the decision with Bach? And, and again, Bates, thank you so much, buddy. We appreciate you so much, man. Um, when it comes to Bach, the thing about David Bach Tiardi, I want him back for the right price. But at the same time, it's like, was Rasheed Walker kind of held his own? You know, like if he's only going to get better and you can free up 20 million. It's hard for me to argue that that opposing side when people say, hey, I don't want Bach back, you know. Um, now, if he comes back, like I said, if he's willing to trim about $8 million off that contract, I'm totally cool with it. But uh, if he ain't going to touch that $40 million, then he's probably getting shipped out. He'd probably be protecting Aaron Rodgers in New York next year, you know. But uh, Rasheed Walker, man, held his own, you know, so – there's, these are all the these are all the conversations we're going to be having the next few weeks, right? And what I'm going to do is try to put together a detailed timeline so everyone would know about what date this stuff usually starts to happen, you know. And we'll schedule the entire offseason show around that, so we kind of do everything in order rather than just being sporadic. We'll also mix in some history too, but uh, it'll be a lot of fun. But again, uh, Bates, thank you so much, buddy. Doug says I have never seen an O line get pulled for concussion protocol. Just saying. Hey. Thank you. And y'all going to make me cue uh, up the uh, conspiracy. It's rigged. <laughs> it's rigged. All right. Uh, you should, first of all, you guys saw that play, right? I did not, though. No. Okay. He he snapped his head backwards directly onto the directly onto the turf, and he shouldn't have played another snap. So okay. they were actually late getting Shut him up, Timmy. He's rigged. And when and when he when he went out, like when they got him, I saw the look on his face and he knew exactly what it was. Like he was it wasn't like I'm confused, like what the heck's going on? Like you saw the look on his face and it looked was yep. like, yes, he needs to get out of this game now. Yep. If so they gave him a chance. I mean, they let him play another snap. I mean, technically I didn't see you're that. He walked right off. Away. He wasn't wobbly whatsoever. I didn't see he looked out he looked like he was surprised he was getting taken out to me, but whatever. Well, remember they watched the film too. The independent consultants—they have—they have a booth guy too, I believe, and so they probably watched that previous playback during the next play. Well, this is what we talk about, though. This is player safety injuries happen. It's nobody's fault. You know what I mean? What, I, I would rather see that him him come out of the game and have a long career than to stay in there and play with a concussion and end up with long term term yeah. issues. You know? No, hey, listen, any anybody who uh, this is always my go to answer. If anyone is insensitive about the whole concussion thing, I say go watch concussion. Most of the time I go, have you seen the movie Concussion? And they say no. I go, okay, got it. I understand. You were me before I watched Concussion. And then I watched Concussion and I cried like a little baby and was like, okay, yeah, I get it now. I get it now. People were – lives were absolutely destroyed, man, because of that stuff. Yeah. But uh, Randy Steen with the Super Chat. Thank you, buddy. He said, not scoring after the Jonesy 50-yard run was gross, man. It was so tough. When when – when he busted out on that pin and pull toss, I was like, "We've got this. Yep. We've got this is our freaking knot." And then we went down there and kind of took her foot off the throttle, and he stopped uh, giving him the ball. 
crap the bed. What the heck was that? I mean, I know you got to let him sit a play. We put Emmanuel Wilson in there for a play, give Jonesy a, a breather. And he hurtled somebody. Right. Great play from Emmanuel just... Wilson. And honestly, at that point, Jones, Wilson, whoever, I mean, I thought we could have mixed in a run there towards the end it, just to keep them honest. And we didn't. It was just, you know, yeah. I don't know. What are you going to do? Joe RX with the big super chat. Appreciate you, buddy. He said, We blocked the field goal. Last time that happened was 11 6 05. Was it really? No. No, it wasn't. That's not true. We did one earlier this year. We, <laughs> yeah, we blocked said, on this year. Jacob said, I love a good conspiracy, but that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> he said, We stood toe to toe with an all pro Madden team, all Madden team. Bless that Romax. There is a lot more positive than negative to say about this season. I can't wait to uh, for the next one. Yeah, hey, it's. It's already here, really. That's what's exciting. Like, <laughs> there's going to be so much, so many things to talk about this offseason. But uh, appreciate you, Joe. Appreciate your positivity too, man. Look at Jacob. He's he's just a bad. <laughs> Jacob, what's wrong, man? Tell me the first thing that comes to mind right now. I'm your therapist. Uh just you're not lacking IQ. You're lacking IQ. Go ahead. What you got, man? No, man. That was my doctor's feel in case you were wondering. It's just that this team is was. They didn't deserve to lose this game. They did not deserve to lose this game. And I hate to think that maybe it came down to a couple of things that the players couldn't control the weather, the refs and the coaching. And I really don't like that. That that's, that that doesn't sit well with me. Um, this team deserved. They played their butts off. Um, and I think they, the Packers deserve to win this game. I really do think that. I'm not crying. I just have stuff in my face. <laughs> I, think, <laughs> I think you explained it perfectly, though. Like, they didn't deserve to lose this game. Yeah. I, I, I don't even know. I'm going to be negative for a minute. I'm going to read my negative notes off, and then I want you to tell me once again, Jacob, we didn't deserve to lose this game. Okay? You ready? Shoot. All right, you ready? Savage dropped interception. Oh. Okay. Wyatt missed tackle, should have lost a yard, ended up gaining seven. George Kittle touchdown on Savage blown coverage, man coverage. Yep. Um, Quay missed tackle. Uh, drop toss by Jonesy, lost 11 yards. Uh, Kittle explosive play, blown coverage. Or, no, I'm sorry, missed tackle. Christian McCaffrey touchdown, should have been a block in the back. Mm -hmm. Right? Should have been two blocks in the back. Could have carried one over to the next play. You know what I mean? Uh, second dropped interception, Keyshawn Nixon. Uh, interception, Tucker Craft batting the ball up on a high throw. Yep. Right? Jennings uh, catch in triple coverage. The, the Jennings catch over the middle at the end. And then we had Carlson's second missed field goal, right? McCaffrey touchdown um, after horrible clock management by LaFleur. And then, of course, the heavy rain rolled in on the final drive and Love interception through late across the middle on second down. My hands are free. You see, I didn't have my hand on the mouse. That had to have been Tim. Or was that, that Carl? That's fair. That was Tim. All right. You know what I mean, though? Like, I, I when you said it, I'm like, you're right, man. You're right. And then I went, I looked down, and I seen all this pink, and I went, no, I got to, I got to, I seen it and I had to say it. All right. So, you know what, too? I, when I saw that ball come out of Love's hand, I knew it was a pick. It came off so oh, yeah. and so duck. It just, and mm -hmm. that was, like you said, it was in the middle of the freaking downpour. I mean, it, oh, God. And uh, Brock Purdy looked so bad the whole game. He, was he really did. You guy. know what he looked like? He looked like he had small hands. I'm just he, looked like he had small hands. Did you see the play? Also, I was going to comment on this. They even showed it, a replay where they're like, Brock Purdy can't get a grip, where he took the pass in shotgun or took the snap in shotgun, 
had to wipe his hand off on on his butt. Just yeah, like, I saw that. And I was like, oh, I was yeah. doing the Leo thing. I was doing the whole freaking. <sighs> Kevin in the chat says Tim will never shy away from a good conspiracy. I trust his judgment. <laughs> By the way, did you guys? You guys see John Harbaugh in the Baltimore Ravens locker room? Who's got it better than Coach Harbaugh? <laughs> Nobody, I guess. Who do you think, Coach? All right, more postgame from Baltimore. My boys had <laughs> <laughs> 223% Caucasian right there dancing. I promise. Man, he not only rambled, but he rumbled and stumbled. <laughs> Jason Wild been a member for a month. Aaron Jones was two yards short of another 110 yard game. Yeah. Um, and you think about this too, you take the 56 yarder away, kind of shows you they did stop the run there. They did. I mean, they if you if you minus that 56 yarder, I can kind of see why they got away from the run in the second half. They did start to take it away quite a bit. But I'm also with Tim. It seemed like they we started shying away from outside zone when we should have pressed into it. Obviously, you did it late in the game and you get the 56 yarder there on the pin and pull toss. So, um, appreciate is you, Jason. It, is it not a rule now that on the first tush push where Love clearly got a first down by about that was six wild. Inches, that spot was wild. How one, they didn't challenge it, which is now automatically challenged, and two, they didn't do they did like one replay and they did an over the top replay from the 12 from the Madden style view where you clearly can't see it. And then they did another one after the fact. How did nobody start if I was? Matt LaFleur, I'm running to the front. I'm running to the 50-yard line, and I'm throwing a red flag on the field, and I'm saying, stop. No, we're not going forward. I don't, I don't think uh, – that's just those plays, though, Jacob, I think, where, like, pick a camera angle. You're not going to see the ball. You're not going to – you're not – you know, you have, you're trying to they overturn a call. Angles. They showed us two camera angles. Why? On right. any given play, when they do those, they'll give you 75. I, I, that's why I argue. Why? But I'm with you. I'd like to see more camera angles, too. I'm just convinced that we're not going to see a football in the pile enough to overturn a bad spot by the officials. You you want to you want to get that right if you're a side judge or a down judge in that situation. And they didn't. They they just didn't. It, on, arguably on both of them. Tim, I see you had your hand up, Jacob. Go ahead, buddy. What were you going to say? What's your thoughts on RFID chips in the front and nose of the balls and then having smart tracking so that we can literally scientifically digitally monitor where these balls are being stopped and progressed? Does that make you sense? Want my you're, honest answer? You're making too much sense, Jacob. That's my you, you want my honest answer? I think all that crap, I don't like any of it. I, and if you, if you want Damn. me to go further, I think we should go back to how the game used to be officiated. You know, Damn. bad calls go both ways. You deal with it. You move on. We, we try and micromanage every little – minutia of every play and you're right jacob we got all these camera angles and they still can't get it right we got an appeals process a challenge process they still we've challenged plays in the past and they look at the film and still get the call wrong so computer chips cameras i it makes you wonder what's really going on that's all i'm going to say oh no you didn't tim don't you do this don't you do this, Tim. Funny scene with the Super Chat. He said, if we score after the fourth down, the whole game changes. I'm trying to think of what he's talking about. The four, Which fourth down are we talking about here? The, if we score after that fourth down, the whole game changes. Yeah. It's an emotional roller coaster. Randy, I trust you. I think I think you know what you're talking about, buddy. I just can't think of that specific play. But uh, thank you for the Super Chat, though, man. We failed miserably at that. You can ask for a refund if you'd like. I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> My knee. 
It was my knee. All right, let's see. I'm not going to play the whole thing, but I wanted to hear what Coach LaFleur said on the opening comment. You know what I mean? This is kind of setting the tone for the offseason here. Let's see what Coach LaFleur said. I know people in the chat are going to be like, we can't hear it, Clayton. You're going to have to crank it. All right? You're going to have to crank up your Krako speakers. All right? I can't do anything about it. This is the Packers uh, media team here. But let's see what Coach LaFleur said. The last team standing and um, for us to, to lose this game um, certainly stings, and I'm sure it's going to sting for a long time. But I was proud of, of the effort of our guys, our ability to weather some real adversity throughout the course of the season and stick together. And I, I told the guys, um, you know, I think part of the reason it stinks so bad right now is we fully believed and fully expected to win this game and give San Francisco credit. They made more plays um, in some of those critical situations down the stretch. Uh, it's a tough football team. Um, but I, I felt like we had plenty of opportunities to kind of put the game out of reach and unfortunately just didn't do enough. And it's never one play. It's because I know I'm sure a lot of it's going to come down to the, the missed field goal, but there were plenty of opportunities. You go back in the first half and have three red zone opportunities uh, and have six points, um, you know, hmm. There was just there's a lot of plays out there that it just <laughs> if one play goes different and probably have a different result right now. But again, give those guys credit. I got a lot of respect for the players and coaches over there. Obviously, I'm close with a lot of those guys and, you know, um, but this hurts. I hurt for our team. I hurt for our coaches, hurt for our fans. Um, this is a special group and one of the tough things about the National Football League is that's not going to be that group will never be together again as a team. There's so much turnover each and every year, but their, their ability to stay together when, I mean, a lot of stuff was hitting the fan. Uh, I couldn't be more proud than to be able to stand up in front of that group. And it's a special group. Um, and I think that, you know, it's a young group that there's a lot of promise for the future, but, Nothing's guaranteed, and our guys are going to have to attack this offseason. Uh, and, and, and with like P was talking to the guys with the championship mindset, and they got to put in championship work if we expect to get those championship results. And uh, so it's going to be a, a very important offseason for us. Um, but yeah, I just, uh, I just hurt for those guys right now. Hey, I'll say this, man. I hope somebody stood up there and let them know, let him know what he means to them because what he said about the team should be echoed about him because that dude battled his ass off this year. I remember week three, week four, week five, when everything was just going bad and him on the sideline, every single play being fiery and just, he would not accept the fact that nope, this is just a young team. It's a rebuilding year. Coach LaFleur didn't accept it one freaking time all year long. I'm I'm damn proud he's the coach of the Green Bay Packers, man. Mm-hmm. I like that guy. Cool sign. Cool sign. Like, like you guys talked about earlier in the year, too, Jacob, the all shucks, Matt LaFleur is gone. Yep. It's the pissed off Matt LaFleur and the demand excellence Matt LaFleur. And you look at his winning percentage and where he ranks all time. And now he's doing it without Aaron Rodgers. So we can finally put that to bed. And he just turned right around and prepared another great young quarterback. I think we're in good hands, man. I really do. Got some stuff to sure up, no doubt, but we're in good hands. Uh, Kevin, I'm, I'm going to tell you this right now. Kevin, people like you making comments like this, still debating the Zapruder film, 
RFID in the limo, you're going to make me put a conspiracy episode together because you you get talking about the JFK assassination, buddy. I'm all about it. So, listen, I just want to say this. Anytime y'all see a video start and stop, we're hitting it at the same time. One of us hit it at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> That's this one of my favorite videos out here. Check this one out. Third down, more manageable. Yes! Here we go! Here we go! Here we go! We'll always have that. You can't take they can't take the Dallas game away from us. Oh my god, man. Absolute go. No. In my head, we won this game, guys. I'm still mm-hmm. having a- <laughs> He keeps coming back to it. I, love I have it. a Brock Purdy meme that Tim plays every five seconds, and it's perfect, and everything's great. We'll still play it. We'll still play yeah. it. Oh. Yeah. You sure about that? <laughs> you sure about that? <laughs> oh, boy. Philly Boy H.I.R. says, we're going to be back next year. I agree, man. I completely agree. And then Joe R.X., been a member for a month, says, well said, man. Appreciate it, buddy. Um, let's see. I know we had love at the podium. Let me see if I can get that queued up real quick. And we'll see what QB1 had to say, if I can find it. I do love everything Matt had to say, though. It's all the truth. Yep. Hurts for the team because they expected to win. Yep. I love that. Yeah. Eat that up for sure. That's right. Uh, Clayton, if you can't find that content real quick, I know that Donovan Schilling in the com- uh, comments is asking, are you guys doing videos in the offseason? Do you want to take that? Question: What kind of videos are you talking about there, Donovan? I goes. <laughs> Would you yes, say? find them at onlyfans.com slash <laughs> Oh, we're gonna give him. Some <laughs> you can find him as the at beardedfeet.com. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm just here to say the feet are back. It's TV one at the podium. You guys are running this show. Here we go, y'all. Right, we're talking about feet. My God. All right, let's see what QB1 had to say. My quarterback. Questions for Joe. What'd you see on that last play? What were you all? What'd you see on that last play? Somebody slurped. Yeah, what You know, play broke down, was scrambling right. Um, saw Christian over the middle and, uh, you know, tried forcing one into him. Thought I could make a play. Um, didn't see the backside, so, you know, they made a great play. On the uh, two over the middle to Crafton and Jones, are, are you expecting them to be in a certain spot, or are those just misses? Yeah, um, you know the one to Tucker, um, you know I missed it. I was a little bit behind him. He was running a leader you know, crossing route, and I uh, missed it. And obviously got tipped up, picked. Um, the one to Aaron, you know, it's kind of off schedule. Um, you know, he stayed on the move, and I, I you know, we just weren't on the same page there. Um, he missed that one as well. Leader. Mm-hmm. How long? How was it throwing the ball tonight with uh, rain out and off? Uh, yeah, I mean, it was obviously raining a good amount. Um, you know, it's a, it's a challenge that, you know, presents itself. But, um, you know, I don't think it was uh, affecting too much in the passing game. <clears throat> so you had such a good season. Um, you guys improved so much, you and the group as a whole. You lose this game that you – had a really good chance at winning. What's your kind of what's your overall feeling right now? Yeah, it's tough. Very tough. Um, like you said, you know, had an opportunity to win that game and, uh, you know, didn't capitalize on it. So um, it's a tough way to end the season. What made, uh, what made things in the red zone so tough tonight? Yeah, I think they did a good job in the red zone. You know, got to give them credit. But, uh, 
you know, I think, uh, you know, I just think they just did a good job. You know, we weren't able to finish in the in the end zone. Um, so give them credit for that. Jordan, um, maybe you don't have the answer right now, but where do you feel like you improved the most this season um, down the stretch? Yeah, I think just, um, you know, understanding where to go with the ball, um, you know, seeing the seeing the defense a little bit better, um, being able to, you know, see pressures, things like that. So I think just um, overall understanding of what the, the, the defense is trying to do to us um, and where I need to go with the ball is where I improve. This is obviously your first season <coughs> as a starter. What, what's your process now and how long do you think it, you know, takes to get over this and then take a, a big picture view of what you guys accomplished this year? Yeah, um, I think it will sting for a while, you know, watching all the, the games going forward. I think it will sting just knowing that, you know, we had an opportunity to win. Um, and, uh, you know, we, we dropped the ball on that one. So um, it will sting for a while. But, uh, yeah, I think, you know, we'll be able to look back on it, um, you know, see some some good things we did. Um, and obviously going the off season, just trying to work on the things that um, we didn't do as well and things we need to get better at. Um, but definitely just, you know, Gonna get to it and attack it, but it'll, it'll sting for a while. I love that dude. We got we got the franchise quarterback, baby. Give him a time. It's my quarterback. Yeah, get him that. Give him the bank. Give him the contract in May. Maybe he'll give us a little break on it too. Um, we got QB one. The biggest question mark. We got it right. What were some of the other questions we were kind of asking ourselves going into this season? This might be a good way to end the end the season here on the final. Uh, post-game show. Let's go around the horn with that. Obviously, Jordan Love was the big question. I guess Joe Barry, right? Which some people wouldn't even call it a question, right? They were just, get him out of here. Milio, what's the question that you were wondering that you wanted to answer going into this year other than Jordan Love? Putting you on the spot, what's the first thing that comes to mind? My question at the beginning of the year was how uh, Devontae Wyatt was going to play. And I mean, he missed that one tackle, yeah, but I, I think he's, I think he's starting to, uh, you know, stand down his, his edges a little bit. I think next year he he, uh, he might pop, so we might have to wait a little bit. But I'm glad of how he played, how everybody up front played, Wooden, Brooks, everybody, um, you know, Kenny Clark, Preston. You know, we don't know who's gonna, who else gonna be back there. You know, we don't know about Preston all that, but uh, um, you know, I'm excited, man, and uh, I really think he is growing. And man, as he can move his mass around quickly is what I absolutely love about him. But um, you know, great season from the team, man. Got it, Tim. Biggest question for you, other than Jordan Love? You're muted, Tim. It's because I'm thinking, um, <laughs> burning up over there. Uh, who do we prioritize in this draft? Is it is it going to be what we think, um, or are we going to do? you know, some surprising things. You know, we talked about D-line, O-line. We talked about safety. Uh, we talked about middle linebacker. You know, it'd be real interesting. To me, the biggest question mark is how we're going to approach this draft. And I'm sure we'll have plenty of time to uh, to dive into that. Um, but other than that, the obvious, you know, Bakhtiari, A.J. Dillon, those guys for sure. Stuff. Two over this says, have too high of expectations been put on Watson? I get how much he changes the offense when he's on the field, but he isn't wide receiver one. I agree. I don't think he's wide receiver one. I've never felt like he was wide receiver one. You know, like going into the offseason last year, I kept talking about I felt like Romeo Dobbs and Christian Watson were both number two receivers. 
we got to find us a number one. That doesn't mean you draft them in the first round. It just simply means you've got that spot open. It's, it's vacant, right? Now, Bill Walsh always said wide receiver is the very last piece you put in place. So you got to look at the rest of your roster and go, okay, are we set at interior defensive line? You guys know I believe we're not. Emilio talked about Devontae Wyatt took a step forward. Kenny Clark's a monster in the in the pass rush game. Played the run really good tonight, right? But I think you still got to find that stud in the middle that's going to anchor your defense. Um, I think at the edge position, you're pretty good. And by the way, did you guys see what I did? Anybody else key in on what I was trying to say before the game? How Gary wasn't just pinning his ears back. He was just kind of like there was one play particularly where he he engaged, dropped back set the edge a little bit, engaged again, and then rushed inside and got the sack. You could tell that's the game plan, and that's how they're preventing these these quarterbacks from scrambling all the time on them now since the DeVito game. I just wanted to mention that. But when you look at all the holes that might potentially be on the roster, to me, wide receiver one is still it, – it's not time to go out and try to get a wide receiver one, right? But as far as Watson, I've never seen him as wide receiver one. I think he's a really good number two receiver. And with this offense – your wide receiver one is the open receiver. You're scheming people open. Gone are the isolation days of, okay, it's just single coverage out there. Why don't you just run a choice route and, you know, be Devontae Adams. Those days are over, right, for sure. So, um, Carly, biggest question for you other than Jordan Love going into this year, what comes to mind? Well, you guys really took all of my thoughts that I have leaned up, but you know what? One thing that is not a question what? The Bears still suck. Very well said. I see what you did there. I see what you did there. Jacob, do you got one? I do, but... um, I do. <laughs> it it kind of touches on what you... It, it's a couple of them, I guess. The biggest one for me was, is the defense for real? And can they actually become the eight, you know, number one draft pick, blah, blah, blah. Um, I, I, I'm, again, I'll, I'll go to bat now and... and I'll say I, I do think the defense came to play in the last part of the year. Um, but more importantly, I did also say that my biggest question was who's going to be that number one wide receiver. And I would argue that over the last four to eight weeks that it's clearly been Romeo Dobbs in the, in the games that where we need somebody. And I would argue that in this game, he was our number one wide receiver as far as just the guy that we need to throw third down we, we, we have a third down, the guy that needs to make a catch. And he almost had another one that was just out of his fingertips. Um, and that being said, too, what we're going to do with the uh, with the running back position, I don't think that my answer's changed. I still think that we need to bring back Aaron Jones to Amen. next year. I really do feel that. Um, we saw what we have without A.J. Dillon. And to be honest, Emmanuel Wilson did just fine as an A.J. Dillon, you know, replacement same with uh patrick taylor when he was in there i i just i love aj Dillon to death i love the john deere green i love that he loves playing in this city and for this for this team but um aaron jones is a difference maker i feel like that if we would have maybe handed him the ball maybe 10 more times we wouldn't be having conversations that we're having right now so i'm eager to go back and watch it because you guys seem to have a different take than me oh. and that, that usually is very very telling of I let my emotions get in the way, you know? So, uh, you know, I felt like they, they began stuffing the run and it was like, we had to kind of get away from it. But both of you guys, both you and Tim Jacob seem to be pretty set on that. I'll probably go back and watch the game and be like, yep, they were right. We should have stuffed. Can it I jump, run. can I jump into this just for a second? Cause I was yeah. really paying attention. Is that I Mr. Think they... Oh yeah. This is my cat. 
Is that goose. The it looks an awful lot like the 2006 Christmas Day MVP, don't it, Emilio? Remember that? <laughs> Just saying, go ahead. I'm sorry, Carl. No, it's all right. I think they went with, if I remember correctly, I think that they went um, with Jones early and he did get stuffed a few times and then they swung. It seemed like they swung way away from it. And then I feel like they took too long to bring it back. That was, that's just how I perceived it, but it'll be interesting to look back and see. Other than the drop toss play where they lost 11 yards. I don't have anywhere in my notes where run stuff, run run stuff. It just on the surface. I kind of feel like that's what happened. Um, AFAM in the chest has moved Devontae White to kick it. And I'll kick the bloody piss out of it. I would love to see someone like Devontae White at kicker. Wouldn't that be hilarious? 310 pounds. Guaranteed toe bomber. <laughs> going, just lining it up. You know what I mean? Gets <laughs> that muffin top. You know what I'm talking about? Anyway, all right. Appreciate you, AFAM. You're always out of control. Paul Robertson said, is there anything – if there's anything as a good loss, this is it. Gave the young guys a taste and showed them what it's going to take to get to the next level in years to come. Hashtag potential dynasty. I agree with that. I definitely agree with that. Uh, or Shower says, I still bet Heath will be heard from. All right. There you go. Y'all ready to give away an autograph card? Mm-hmm. Can give I say away? one last thing? No, Jacob. Yeah, go ahead, man. What are you one more. Can I say one last thing? The, the guys, somebody in the comments, I can't remember who it was. They didn't say it in an insulting way. Maybe it was somebody, I think it was Reef. They said it looks like that Jordan Love has been crying before that inter- that interview. And it did. And I hope he was. And I don't mean that in a, in a bad way. I hope that that team, I hope that they were so emotional and that they thought that this was going to be a win, that they did. I hope I hope Rashawn Gary let it out. I hope that Jair, I hope that Watson, I hope that Love literally had moments where it brought them to tears because they knew how close they were to greatness. And if they taste that, you taste that salty, disgusting taste of your own tears, that's going to fuel you like kerosene into the next freaking season to not make the same mistakes you just did. Jordan Love's going to learn from it. The defense is going to learn from it. And and I'm just excited because going forward, these guys are literally just, we are, we have the wind in our sails. We are young. We are ready. We got 14 more draft picks. Let's go. I'm back on the positive train. There we go. My man, Jacob. here to tell you, Pack is back. Yeah, we got some really good drops this year. Think of everything that happened this year, man. That's right. And there's some that we've already deleted, too. And some of them Jacob absolutely hates, which we all know. Yeah, here we go. But they're not going to. I thought you were going to hit him with the other one, but it's all right. Which one? The 65%. Oh, God. (laughs) <laughs> you love that one, don't you? Yeah, let me let me find that one real quick. No, there's no reason. I'm 65 percent. 65 percent. 65 percent. Hey, Jake, that's a perfect segue. I, I can only do 65 percent of the show. I got to head out, guys. Thank thank you for hey. a great season. I, I really appreciate being a part of the conversation. It's been a, a heck of a ride from training camp all the way to this point. Um, really proud of this team. Uh, and by team, I mean the PTA team here. Um, just love what we've done this year. Look forward to the off season and next year. But I got to go heading to Austin Straubel. I'm going to go give hugs to every single Packer that'll let me do it and uh, tell them to keep their heads high. And uh, we'll see you guys on the next stream. Thank you so I'm much. Tell Rashawn Gary to let me hold a Benny, all right? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I got you. Get him on the pod, Tim. Yeah. yeah. Rashawn will come back. Rashawn will come back. Until I'm dead and cold. I'm not going to, so quit asking. There you go. Y'all ready to give it away? 
Yeah. Yeah. This always cracks me up. The ad, you know, it, it mixes with the algor- algorithm or whatever. The cookies in your computer, Mandy, over here shopping for Disney trips and cruises and stuff. <laughs> Every single time. Get that out of here. Get out of here. All right. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to spin this thing three times. First place winner will win, obviously, the Romeo Dobbs autograph rookie card. Had another good day tonight. I, f- I feel like they had a good day today anyway. Um, so we're going to spin it three times. First place, first winner, you know, on the spin, they'll get the card. If they don't come forward, we're going to spin it a second time. And a third time, we'll just do it in order until someone comes forward and claims the card. Y'all ready for this? Let's go. Somebody give me a drum roll. Give me something here. Autograph Romeo Dobbs rookie card goes to. <laughs> Nebraska Red. For those of you who don't know who that is, that's Nebraska Red. Nebraska Red. All right, so Nebraska Red, if you were in the chat, right, um, you won the autograph Romeo Dobbs rookie card. If he doesn't come forward, then this next person who the name the spinner lands on will get the card. Here we go. Big money, big money, big money. No, Annie, no, Annie. And – Stop it. <laughs> Jeremy Burke. I feel like that name's been drawn this year, too. All right, Jeremy Burks is the second place winner. Here goes the third place winner. Kennedy, 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 Kennedy. So we gotta. If it's Emilio, we redraw. No way. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I need, that, that. need that card. Blood. Blood. Oh. Hey. All right, there you go. So, if you were in the chat, send me an email, okay? It was Nebraska. What was the first name on the Nebraska? Nebraska Rev. Rev. That's why you get paid the big bucks, Amelia. Nebraska <laughs> Rev. I would get paid if I got that one, that card. <laughs> Nebraska Rev, shoot me an email, okay? You won the autograph Romeo Dobbs rookie card. Next week, we're giving away the autograph Jaden Reed card. There, so nice little prize there. So, um, and then, of course, if he doesn't come forward, Jeremy Burtz gets it. If he doesn't come forward, Claude Holmes gets it. So, there you go. Appreciate you guys being members of the PTA Posse. If uh, if you guys join moving forward, then we will put your name on the wheel, obviously, uh, when we give away other pieces of memorabilia. So, let's get this crappy stadium off the background real quick. Let's get <laughs> I was thinking that for a while, actually. And I'm like, what are you doing, Clayton? But, you know, whatever. You know, that's where the game was played, and this was the pregame picture. That's why we did it. Let's get back to some real stuff here. Let's get back to Lambo. You want to do a little snow flying. All right, so let's wrap this thing up. We're at an hour and three minutes. Let me make sure we not miss any more Super Chats. Appreciate y'all hanging out with us. Let's go around the horn once here. Jacob, parting thoughts. You, you kind of you, you laid it all out there, that last comment you made. You got anything else in the tank, or are you done? Yeah, I'm good. I'm, I'm imploring everybody um, – Take this in, process it, but don't turn off for the next five, six months. There's a lot of unbelievable content that's going to be coming starting, I'm guessing, tomorrow by Clayton, by Ryan, by JJ, by Jake, by all these guys, man. They're going to keep cranking out content. We're now turning to the offseason. We're now going to be talking about draft prospects. I'm talking like tomorrow. I'm going to start looking at draft <laughs> prospects. We're going to be looking at like it's going to be fun again, dude. We got 14 picks going in who knows what we're going to do with the first and second we got a couple seconds 
this is a lot of things. We have free agency. We have the draft. We have offseason. We have all sorts of different things that are going to keep you guys engaged. And if you stay tuned throughout the whole next offseason, by the time that week one comes, you're going to be just that much more engaged, that much more ready to talk more smack on your Facebook posts and on your Instagram posts, all your friends, get in your fantasy football leagues. And guess what? You're going to have a family that's going to grow and grow and grow bigger as a Packernet family because this place, dude, in this last year, guys, we did not expect that we were going to hit these heights. And guess what? We've surpassed even our wildest dreams. So um, I'm just saying, let's keep going onward. Right. Love it. Milio, what you got, buddy? I don't think I could sum it up any better, man. The team's young. They've learned a lot, a lot, a lot this year from the beginning of the season to the losing streak to now the, this offseason or this uh, postseason. So uh, this coming offseason off is going to be big for them. Jordan loves the man. Matt LaFleur has schemed up many a games, um, and I'm just excited for him. They're going to grow. Everyone's going to grow. And what we do in this offseason is going to really set the tone for what started this year with this team yes carly i've always been sad in years past when the season's over it's like oh there's no more football to watch like you know but now i'm i mean obviously the way this ended was sad but i'm just really excited that i still get to hang with you guys and talk about drafts and talk about learning and it's like it's I'm glad that we don't have to go through exit interviews and all depart for the next five months so here's to the pha posse yeah, absolutely. Very well said. I'm excited about it too. And we'll we'll go back. We'll do some chalk talk from like the top plays of the year. I think that would be a fun episode or two. Um, we'll do some chalk talk. Once the draft is complete, what I like to do is pull some college tape on the guys that we drafted and do some chalk talk on it. I don't spend a whole lot of time breaking down prospects because 95% of them, 99% of them won't get drafted by the Packers and you wasted your time, right? That's not if I, you play fantasy, you're not wasting your time. If you play fantasy, we talked about Tucker Craft and Christian Watson, though. We talked about those guys. We did. You're right. You're right, Jake. They can block. They can block. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite PTA moment of the year. How about somebody how about, in the uh, chat when, when Christian Watson was struggling the most? They were like, he can't catch. He can't run a route. He can't stay healthy. What can he do? And I went, he can block. Emilio said, <laughs> He can block. <laughs> Just see him out there. You saw Wicks out there. Every one of them can block. Bro, it pulled me up so bad. Oh, hey, what it. about book club? We do a, a, a keep your eye off the ball book club. We do a, a weekly thing. I'm about it. I'm about the book it. I read in the last 10 we, years. We lost, someone said we got to read that. We just lost three subscribers. because Dark notes is a thing, right? We will hit on some specifics. And I think that's a good idea, Jacob, for sure. Uh, David Carlson, Anders' older brother who didn't make it to the <laughs> NFL, uh, said, hey, I'm really happy to having uh, discovered the PTA Posse this last year. Thank you. I hey, appreciate you, David. Thank you for the kind words. And uh, we're better with you here, man. You know, that's what makes everything go is uh, we just got a good group. And if anybody gets in there and acts like a knucklehead, they'll be kicked out and we'll move on, right? Um, it's all about re being respectful and, and us learning as we go. We appreciate you. Randy in the chat says, PTA all the way. Go, Pat, go. Love it. Our shower said, we will still hang. I've been looking at the draft stuff hard already. There's been a lot of people tearing into it already, man. It's it's a lot of fun. Uh, Doug says, fun group run by nice people. Appreciate the kind words, man. And then Deb Fish in here says, is there a different off-season schedule? That's the million-dollar question, Deb Fish. My plan, if everything goes as planned, is <clears> – <throat> I'm going to at least do a daily show, okay, at least one per day. 
Um, we may continue to try to do two shows a day if the content's there. I just never want to come across like we're just adding filler. I've listened to those podcasts and they suck. And I never want anyone to come away from any of our podcasts going, that sucked. Okay. So the well, goal is going to be as long as we got content, we will hit it. What's that, Jacob? No, just when you hear a podcast and you're like, what's your favorite food to eat? It? Oh, you know, my God, I can't, I can't. The Mount Rushmore drive me insane. What's oh, your Mount Rushmore of the- shut up, please? Moving on. I'll go back to my JFK assassination documentary. Y'all have a good day. You know what I mean? Like, I can't do it. So, anyway, um, as far as the schedule, though, Dead Fish, that got off track really quick. Um, <laughs> we're going to at least do a daily show. That's the plan. And we'll continue to try to do two shows a day until we kind of run low on content. And uh, my schedule picks up really, really, really heavy in March. So probably from March until the start of the season, we'll just be doing one show a day. And that giggle you just heard is Jacob just read something in the chat. So go ahead, Jacob, what'd you find, buddy? I'm just reading Bates' super chat. Guys, just go. Read it. Read it then there. I love you all. Suck season is over, but looking forward to a great off season with all of you. Gonna eat some pizza and like gonna eat some pizza like a ninja turtle and listen to some Lincoln Park. Oh man. That's the way you you get it. Not a bait that my heart, man. Yep. Every one of those I like too, by the way. <laughs> I haven't watched the Ninja Turtles in a while. But you know, yeah, eating some pizza, listening to Lincoln Park. Rest in peace, Chester. One of the I best. tried so hard. Yeah. Don't you, are you making fun of this, Jacob? <laughs> oh, that's the thing, bro. Don't you make me do it, Jacob. Roadhouse. Love Lincoln Park, man. Love <laughs> He's gone too. Yes, he <laughs> Make with a black eye, right? That was great. Ow. <laughs> All right, we're out of here, guys. We can't thank y'all enough for hanging out with us this year. And we're not done. Again, United Bates, thank you for the super chat, buddy. We're not done. There's going to be a ton of content coming this offseason. I'm going to try to rattle through these real quick. Y'all bear with me. Brenton, Indiana. These are all the super chats. Thank you all so much. Brenton, Indiana. Justin Nelson. Kevin Hansen. Mike Hebring. Mike Hebring. Big Al. Randy Cleavers. This sounds like a cast from The Sopranos, don't it? Big Al, Mike Avery, Randy Cleavers. He's a butcher. Um, Gray Matter, 2006. Jacob Summers, twice there. Appreciate you, buddy. Randy Steen being a member. Jason Y. Mike Hebring again. Josh Martin, Robert Johnson, Jacob Summers, Randy Steen, Joe RX. Sounds like a pharmacist. Um, someone who's in the clink back home, maybe. Robert Johnson again. Mike Witt, uh, Justin Nelson. Mike Witt again, United Bates with the huge one. Appreciate you. Oh, that sounded bad. United Bates with the big donation. Thank you very much, sir. Randy Steen. Joe Rx with the super chat. Thank you. Jason Y, Kevin Hansen, Joe Rx again. And of course, United Bates with the pizza, Ninja Turtle, and Lincoln Park comment. We're out of here, guys. Hey, listen, it was a tough one, but proud of this team, proud of the fan base too. I feel like we've filtered out a lot of people this year as far as the negative Nancys and the toxic ones. Don't be afraid to use that block button, okay? Block them if they're knuckleheads. Because I'm telling you, once you do that, my timeline is so clean right now. And it's just fans talking about what's actually happening on the field. And not a bunch of nonsense and not a bunch of division. It's really, really – some of you guys are going, you've got a different Twitter than me. I'm telling you, it took some work, but it's it's pretty well cleaned up. Don't waste your time on those folks, man. Find people who try to look at the positive side of things but still talk about what actually happens on the field. And let's see if we can learn as a fan base. But this season has been – yeah, I don't want to get emotional, so I'm just going to have to shut up about it. You guys and gals are like family does. And um, 
you know, life sucks sometimes. I know Jacob went through a lot of stuff this year. Um, when I started the podcast, I had just gone through a lot of stuff, uh, you know, losing a parent to overdose and uh, just life in general, kicking your ass. And when you find a group of people like this, whether you're spiritual or not, you're welcome here. You 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 can you can pray to a mushroom and you're welcome here. OK, but I'm telling you right now, when you come across the group of people that we have and you see the camaraderie and the friendships that are formed and the bonds, it's a God thing, in my opinion. And I'll just leave it at that. So just want to thank you all for your friendship. Thank you for this season. It's been a blast. We're just getting started, just getting this thing cranked up. And I look forward to many, many more years of us talking ball, man. So uh, thank you all so much. We will see you tomorrow morning for Good Morning Lambo, and we're going to have fun while we do it. So if you plan on coming in here depressed, don't show up to our show, okay, because we'll give you the old roadhouse. But, um, again, Niners defeat the Packers 24-21. to 21, Tough loss. New season starts right now. Y'all have a great night. The power sweep. Actually, it's the, it's the lead play in our, in our offense. Yes, a YN or a tight end to open up somewhere between six feet and nine feet. To get an isolation with the with the linebacker. He's going to tackle, to take the defensive end if he's over him. If he's not, to drive down on the first man to his inside. If the YN has the linebacker taken out, he cuts inside. If the YN has the linebacker in, he comes all the way around. Look at this play where we're trying to get it to seal here and a seal here and try to run this play in the alley.